Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here today with Charlie Robertson, who is president and CEO of American Cruise Lines. And if you don't know American Cruise Lines, you should. It's the largest, uh, really American-only cruise line in, in this country. It's got lots of ships running on the rivers and lakes and oceans all around, and um, they keep building. I mean, I can't keep track after time. And uh, we're, we're here to talk about this latest new venture. They, they've announced a new series of ships. Uh, which they're calling Project Blue. And we're going to get Charlie to tell us all about that and really talk a little bit about how the company has been expanding uh, even during COVID times. And now we're, as we hopefully head out of COVID, uh, they're going to have a lot of fleet, a lot more fleet to, that you can book uh, for your clients. And it's very exciting. So you're going to hear about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Charlie, first of all, how are you and where are you? Hi, James. Uh, yeah, and thank you for having me on. We're absolutely delighted to share some of the news that you alluded to in the in the introduction. Um, I'm in Connecticut, and after having wrapped up a successful 2021 season, and uh, you know, we're dealing with with Omicron and the supply chain and the same things everyone else is, but there's cause for excitement. Yeah, I do think so. And you you keep on building ships, and so boy, they better this pandemic better get over with fast because you got to fill those ships. Uh, but it's, it's uh, but I think it's starting to, I think this Omicron is going to uh, push through and, and we're all hopeful for that. Now let, let's talk about what I just alluded to. Uh, you literally just announced a, uh, what the, you called Project Blue and it's a, it's a new fleet concept for your company. Tell us a little bit about Project Blue and what it is. Um, so Project Blue is our, our secret pandemic engineering project that there were <laughs> better times ahead. And, uh, and so we're now very proud to be able to reveal it and start talking about it. But these are the smallest ships that we've built in 15 years. Mm. We just want to build a whole lot of them. And we, we've learned so much about river cruising. We've been focused on the rivers in our building program over the last five years. Now we want to bring that back to the coasts and balance our, our growth uh, between the rivers and the coast. Now let's talk, let's let's go back to what you have now. Uh, how many ships do you currently operate, and where do they sail? We have uh, fifteen ships, and they operate in thirty-one states. And so we have pretty good coverage around the country, and and keep growing. And that is a mix of rivers, and you got some coastal, right? Correct. Yeah, both coasts: the Mississippi River, Columbia River, and Alaska. So now you got these new twelve. You have twelve new Project Blue ships, and. Uh, where do you expect they will sail and operate? They can operate anywhere. And that's, that's what we love about the design. Um, the challenge for the engineers was small enough for New England harbors, stable enough for the coastwise routes along the, the Pacific Northwest and going up to Alaska, and, and shallow draft enough to run some of the inland waterways in the Southeast. And those are three competing forces, really, um, in designing a ship. So. It took a little while to get it just right, but uh, it, it looks like it's going to be able to go to about 500 different ports around the country. So these ships are going to be very flexible in terms of what they can serve and the itineraries they can operate on, right? That, that's the idea. Uh, we can deploy them anywhere. And the first two, though, are slated for the East Coast. Okay. Um, it's funny because I, I have to tell you, I, I live right in Yonkers, uh, New York, and I'm right on the Hudson. I'm actually, if I look that way, I can see the Hudson. And once in a while, at least in the last few days, years, I, I, would, I would see an American cruise line ship sailing up the Hudson. And I said, what, yeah. what is that? That's because there are not too many cruise ships that sail up the Hudson, let me tell you. 
Yeah, uh, we have, we put three ships uh, uh, a year on the Hudson River for the foliage season. So no, they're, they're, they're beautiful. I, I, I look at it and say, oh my God, and I know that line. And so I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Now let's talk a little bit about these Project Blue ships. What will they include in terms of, you, you mentioned they're smaller. Uh, how many guests? Tell us a little about, about the staterooms, the dining venues, things like that. Sure, and it takes so many of the things that we're, we're already good at. And, and brings them into that package. So it's 109 guests, a 241 foot ship. So, so small by any, any normal cruise standards. Um, but it takes the things that guests have come to know about us, our large state rooms, our private balconies, the, the multiple dining venues, different lounge spaces all around the ship for different atmospheres and viewing areas um, and, and wraps that all into one small package. Now, what typically, how do they compare to your existing ships? The existing ships sound like they're a little larger, but not much, right? Not much. Our biggest ship is 190 passengers. Okay. And that's the modern riverboats. So these are going to be a little smaller, a little more boutique-y. And what about like dining venues, things like that, your public areas? We have our, our main dining room uh, on the main deck that seats all guests together. Um, but we also, uh, about five years ago, started adding the back porch cafes. And those have been uh, extremely popular, just open all the time, a more casual bite to eat or drink. And so this boat will have uh, one of those as well uh, on the Sunday. No, that's great. And that's always great when you're going on the rivers or the coastal regions uh, to be outside. And, and it, it's, it's a wonderful way to, to see America. Uh, yeah. so, so that's, I think that's perfect. Now, uh, you, you mentioned earlier, we were talking about you're building a project blue. Is this a, a project you've had being considered for some time, or did you just really do develop this during the COVID era thinking we're going to be ready to go when, as we emerge? This was truly a COVID era project. Hmm. And, and so we, we went through a lot of different iterations, uh, in the spring and summer of 2020 and kind of landed on this this catamaran design that uh, that stuck. Yeah, well, that was that's something to actually point out because this is a, this is a di different from from your 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 ships. Your current ships are not a catamaran. Uh, you have a couple of paddle wheelers, I know, and you have the 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 modern river boats. Um, but but this ship is going to be a catamaran. Why did you decide on a catamaran design? Uh, it was really part of balancing those three factors I talked about before between uh, small, stable, and shallow, and. It's the catamaran hull up forward gives it a lot of stability and it transitions to a mono hull uh, that gives us the displacement for a shallow craft. And you can have all the, the state rooms and all the public facilities in on a catamaran. That's that's in, pretty incredible. I, it's, I haven't seen too many catamarans like that except you know sailing catamarans and things like that. And years ago, if you may recall, uh, Radisson uh, did, had its first ship was a catamaran which was, uh, didn't, didn't last too long, because uh, I don't think, I don't know who had built it, but it, it isn't no longer part of the fleet. I don't know where it is anymore, but it, your ships are going to be, that, that was a little larger. This one sounds like with 109, uh, it's a pretty good size for, to, for to, to, and something that a catamaran could be good for. Yeah, I think, I think very different from that design. And it, this is not a catamaran all the way through. Um, it, it transitions to a mono hull or a more traditional boat, but it still gives it that very distinct look that uh, we've all come to really like. Actually, very, very unique to us. Well, it's interesting. A lot of new, a lot of lines these days are putting in very different types of hulls and bows and things like that. We were talking about X bows the earlier, uh, uh, but it, it is, it is definitely. You know, cruise ships are starting to look a little different. 
than they used to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty neat to see all the different things the industry is coming out with and, and we're just the next evolution of it. Now, uh, let's, let's talk about, the, you, you mentioned the, the first two. What, just give me the timing again of when the first two will be out and then you're gonna build a total of 12. How long is that gonna take before you, you finish them all? Um, so the first two are coming out the summer and fall of 2023. And so they're already under construction to hit those, those production timelines. And we have not uh, announced details about the delivery dates for the other 10 because we, we truly don't know them yet. Okay. Um, we're going to balance the construction of those boats with the modern river boats and, and keep growing in both places. And so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll announce more details uh, in the next six months or so as, as we slate the next two ships for production. Well, I know last the last couple of years, you've been putting out your modern river boats like they're going out of style. Every time I turned around, you were putting, uh, putting out another modern river boat. And now you have this new Project Blue uh, ships that are coming out. Now, uh, you mentioned earlier about the first two ships. You said, uh, now what itineraries, if you have specifically, will they, they be selling the first two? Um, I, as I mentioned, um, they'll be selling the East Coast. And we've identified all these new ports that we can get into with these smaller boats. And so um, they're going to they're gonna start in the Chesapeake Bay, running mm -hmm. itineraries um, very similar to the ones we've run with our, our existing vessels. And, uh, and then they'll move up to New England and Maine for the summer and then head back down towards Florida. And there's some really, really cool places that we can go uh, deeper into Maine and up the Penobscot River. We can go further into Florida, go down the East Coast and, uh, and then into, into the St. John's and Tolomato Rivers. And, um, these will be pretty, pretty versatile ships. So you can do the intercoastal waterway down in Florida, things like that, right? Yeah. We yeah. can, and we'll have intercoastal waterway cruises um, that start in Baltimore and, and run down to St. Augustine. Well, feel free to put one of the, the catamarans right out here in, in front of my window here, if you could, uh, right yeah, on the Hudson. Well, you can walk down and join us for cocktails. That, that, that'd be great. I, I'd, I'd love to see that ship coming back and yeah. forth. That'd be excellent. Yeah. Now, what a wish can be granted here because they are slated to be on the Hudson River uh, in the fall next year. Uh, oh, in great. That transition from New England to the Southeast. Well, that'd be an easy, easy commute for me just to get on the ship. And, and then it'd be fun to come and watch, you know, sail by my apartment. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that happens. Now, one of the things we didn't get into, you're building all these ships, but you really have your own dedicated shipyard, right? That, that helps for sure. And yes, <laughs> uh, we do. <laughs> um, we, we build uh, all of our own ships and, and uh, love to keep Salisbury, Maryland busy. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they, you, you sort of soup to nuts, you, you build them, you, you, you sell them and you market them and you sell them. So I, I think that's a good, a pretty good yeah. model. It doesn't work for everybody as we know, but uh, for you guys, it's worked very well. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a, a, a great, uh, a great advantage for us. And as I was talking about this design challenge we had um, moving through the pandemic, I mean, it's, it's really wonderful to be able to sit down with the, the naval architects at the shipyard over the span of a year and 18 months and, and talk about you know what are the actual operational challenges that, that we see every day. And, and they can build those into the hull form and build them into the superstructure. I mean, we get very, we get very hands-on and very detailed starting with those, those initial drawings. Well, I know it's, it's, it's great when you, you really can, I know a lot of great cruise people and the, one of the best cruise, pe best cruise people around really get into their ships. And they get into the construction of them, how they do it, and they're really enthusiastic about that. And I don't know; the rest all seems to fall naturally. I don't know why. 
Yeah, hey, I guess that's why we ended up with a shipyard. There you go. Now, will, will these would they when these ships come in 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 all twelve? Are you going to start looking at retiring some of your other ships, or are you? I mean, I know you got some really modern ones, so it's not like these are old ships anymore. Or are you thinking of that, or are you just is this just going to be additional? Yeah, I mean, our our oldest ship is is two thousand five. And so that's, oh, that's a really old ship, Charlie. I don't know. I don't know. You have to get rid of that. You have most, most of your ships are like two years old now, it seems. Every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we like to keep the fleet modern. Um, even 2005 is still a pretty new ship by, by most standards. And, uh, and so they, they still have a lot of potential in them. And what I really hope we see happen is that we, we can broaden our, pro our product range and broaden our price range um, in, in having new modern ships keep coming in and the existing ships are, are, are great, but they're, they're not going to get newer or more modern. So they'll, they'll have a, a, a different commanding price point. No, absolutely. And that's going to help a lot uh, to get them out there and a lot of help a lot of travel advisors out there, sell them to their clients. I know that because pricing is always uh, uh, something they're looking at. Now, uh, I wanted to ask you, I mean, was this project blue in the works before the, the death of your late father? Uh, or is this really the first thing you, you've launched? Or did he know about Project Blue before he passed away? Um, so he actually came up with the name. Oh, there you go. He, so he this really is did. this is his. He lives on in these ships. I got to tell you. I, I suppose so. Um, and it, uh, it 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 was a Project Blue actually because it was a it was a bigger ship. It was gonna instead of being our smallest ship, it was gonna be our biggest ship. And uh, and then uh, um, as as he passed right before the pandemic. Um, we, we saw the marketplace evolving. We saw cruising close to home becoming so, so, so important and, uh, and said, you know, that's, that's the wrong boat. We need to, we need to be small. Well, hope, hopefully so, he's not looking down on you now and saying, wait a minute, we must have messed with my plan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope not, but there's a few things that have changed, uh, uh, since he, since he passed away that he, he probably didn't see coming. So. Well, he is kind of a legend in, in cruising and, and certainly in American cruising, that's for sure. And I, I, I knew him, uh, as I, I told you earlier, I met him a number of times over the years, but I think you're definitely carrying on uh, his legacy, uh, even if you didn't stick to his plan. Uh, well, I, I appreciate that. I, I think we are. I think this is a way to actually carry it on and to, and to keep growing as we do it. Absolutely. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about, obviously, you had a good season last year, I understand. And what, what does business look like for 2022 so far? And how has Omicron if, if variant impacted bookings, if at all? Uh, uh, do, do you think 22 is going to be a good year? I think, I think 22 is going to be a great year. Uh, but bookings are really very strong and occupancy is, is strong as we head into the new year here. Um, we have our, our seasonal layup during January, February that we have every year. And, uh, and so we're sort of able to wait it out from an operational perspective at the moment, but um, bookings continue. And so we're, we're really excited and we wanted to get these Project Blue Boats up for booking as some of our 20, 2022 cruises fill up and, uh, and, and tickets are coming in for the 23 season. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, is it's, everybody's predicting you know, 22 was gonna be a good year. And of course we had Omicron, but it does look like, you know, if you had to lay up ships right now, January, February was probably the, the months to do it because that's when this, this variant seems to be going through. And we've seen a lot of the, the large ships, you know, canceling cruises, at least for January, February, maybe into March. 
but then, then I think a lot of them are hoping that uh, A, this, this variant is not going to be as severe, and B, it will pass through, or, or we're all going to get it, Charlie. I mean, that's it. We're all, all going to come down with Omicron somehow, um, uh, and, and, and then we, we'll be done with it, hopefully, unless there's another variant. Uh, from what I hear, though, it, it could be a good time. But 22 looks like good year. But you, what do you think? 23 is going to be gangbusters, I would think. I think that's all well said, all true. Um, 22 is, is going to be, a, a, I, I think, a, a little bit of a muted start here with, with uh, Omicron coming in. But I don't think that the excitement is any less for it. And so... Um, 23 is just going to be gangbusters. Yeah, and then you'll have even more ships to sell, and that's going to be great. Now, yeah. is, is there anything else you want to tell our 98,000 travel advisors out there about American Cruise Lines and, of course, Project Blue? Uh, these boats will be everywhere. There's coming to a port near you. <laughs> Everybody's say, everybody saying that the, the, big, the big cruise lines were always like, we're going to have U.S. home ports. I think you got a few of those. Just, just a conjecture. I think American Cruise Line has a lot of American home ports. That's true. Yeah, we, we visit more than 100 ports right now. And, and I think I said it earlier, but these ships will be able to visit more than 500 ports around the country. Now, uh, where can travel advisors go to find out more about American Cruise Lines and even Project Blue? Uh, AmericanCruiseLines.com. Our website will have it all, a travel agent portal, information about the ships and, and a booking engine. Well, as I said, um, hopefully uh, you and I can do the next interview on board one of your new ships uh, when it comes out in the fall, uh, and uh, we can just sail it up the Hudson so I can just step off on the pier here and I'll meet you, and uh, we'll, we'll do a, ni a nice, uh, you know, in-person interview on the water, which is uh, a lot, we're all getting a little tired of Zoom, but uh, this one is big news, so we felt we had to get out there with it. And, and find out more about this great project you got going. But I, I, know, I know the next one I want to do with you is, is onboard one of your ships. And maybe it will be the Hudson, and maybe it will be a Project Blue ship. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that. We'll be glad to have you anytime. We'll be back on the water at the end of February. Charlie, thank you once again for taking the time uh, to tell us all about what's going on with American Cruise Lines now, what's going on with this new Project Blue. Good luck with this new venture. Uh, you, you've done a great job. Uh, so far with all these new ships coming into the market. And now you got a whole another set uh, that looks really cool. And it's, I think it's going to be a real, get, be a big, huge impact on the rivers of America and, and the coastal waterways and everything else. So again, congratulations on this one. And we'll be, we'll be watching and hopefully we'll get on board with you soon. All right. Well, thanks very much, James. I really appreciate the time. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.